Hi everyone, this is Rabbi Meir Friedman and I have an answer for you for this morning's question. Just to recap, the question was that this week I had the Mitzvah of Shemitah after working our land for six years, year number seven, we let it run, we let it grow wild, we don't work it at all. And the, what the Torah says is that if in the seventh year you will ask, what will we eat? Then I'm going to give you enough grain in year number three that it will last you, I'm sorry, I'll give you enough grain in year number six that it will last you for year number six, seven, and eight. The question was that it, twofold. Number one, the way it works is that you use the grain you harvest this year works for next year. So why is the person asking this question year number seven, what am I going to eat? He still has plenty of food left from last year from year number six. The second question was, the way the Torah writes it, it sounds like you're only going to get the extra grain in year number six if you ask the question. But somebody that has complete faith in God and doesn't ask the question is not going to get that blessing of having so much grain in year number six that it will last them for three years. Thank you to everybody who sent us some answers. Um, I want to share with you the answer that Rabbi Moshe Feinstein gives. But before I do that, a quick plug for some upcoming programming of the Kolel. We are having a Parsha puzzle program, encouraging individuals and families to study the weekly Torah portion. There will be worksheets, but um, optional quizzes, handouts for children, and of course there will be raffles and prizes and all sorts of fun stuff. This is not in person. You do this in your own home, with your own family, or by yourself. Go to atlantacolo.org for more information, or send me a text or a WhatsApp, and I'll send you information about that. In addition, this Sunday night we are starting a new class series, weekly class, called Doing Jewish. It will be the basics of doing Judaism. Not why we do things, but more how we do things. What does the day-to-day life of a Jew look like? The details of many mitzvot, how to perform them properly. We'll be talking about holidays and other mitzvot that come up. Reach out to me if you want me to sign up for that. Send me a text or WhatsApp. Or again, you can go to the Kolo's website. Now to the answer to the question. So, the says Rabbi Feinstein that the person who's asking this question in year number seven, he's not asking it because he doesn't have any grain today to eat. He's asking it because he's nervous about next year, about year number eight. He's somebody whose faith level of faith is not so high. He has food for the next while, but he's concerned about next year. And the response, Hashem says, somebody who doesn't have... Someone whose level of faith in God is not that great, they're going to be asking questions, what am I going to eat, how am I going to survive, that person will get a blessing, they'll survive, they'll have tons of grain in year number three, six, that, that grain from year number six will last them years six, seven, and eight. But somebody who has a higher level of faith in God, someone who doesn't even question, God says, no work in your land, the person says, okay, doesn't even ask, he'll have a higher blessing, you know what his blessing is going to be? He's not going to have any extra grade in year number three. In year number six, I don't know why I keep saying year number three. To have extra grain means way more harvesting, way more storing, way more processing. It's a huge job to have so much more grain. One year, you're going to have grain which is going to last you three years, which will, which with the amount of grain for three years. But the person that doesn't ask, his blessing will be so much greater because in year number six, he'll get the normal amount of grain for year number six. But it will last him for three years. He's not getting three times as much grain like the other fellow. He's getting one year's grain like usual, but that grain will last him all three years. So that he doesn't have to put in any extra work or any extra effort to get the blessing. The message is that 99.9% of the time, when we have a problem, we, we're supposed to pray. We, of course, do our put in effort. We do what we call harashtadlis. We feel our responsibility of taking care of it on our own. 
but we understand that really it's God who takes care of it and we pray and we ask God to take care of it and help us deal with the problem. Whether it be livelihood, somebody who's ill, who needs their foolish lamb and needs to get better, we of course take the appropriate steps, responsible steps, go to the doctor, get a job, get training for a job, but we also daven, we ask God to help us out, we ask God to take care of it for us, understanding that's really the source of where it comes from. But there's another level of faith in God, which is even higher than that. Which again, usually we're not at this level. It's unique scenarios we're at this level, but it's important to know that this level exists. We're, it doesn't even bother us that we're having an issue with our livelihood because we have such strong faith in God that we know he's going to take care of it. We don't get worked up over the problem. We don't ask questions. Of course, we still got to do our, we got to do our, uh, our hishtalis. We got to put in our effort. We're even going to ask God about it. You know, we're going to pray about it and ask God to take care of it for us. But it's not something which bothers us because we know ultimately God's taking care of it. It's not something which we get worked up over. It's not our job to be worried about it. It's God's job to be worried about it. The stone that's on our shoulders, we could just roll off and let God carry it. God's carrying it anyways. Why should we have to feel it on our weight? God's carrying it. It's God's problem, not ours. This reminds me of uh, some idiom I once saw, I think it must be on my mother's fridge some years back. Instead of telling your problems, instead of telling God how big your problems are, tell your problems how big God is. Again, this is a very high level of faith in God. But it's one that we should know exists. It's one thing to strive for. And it's something that we are able to reach. Not always, not all the time. But we could definitely work on getting there. And definitely there are going to be moments in our lives where we'll get there. And it's so satisfying. It's such like a, um, a feeling of security. Getting to that point where, you know, of course we have to put in our effort, like I said. We have to dive in. But at the end of the day, it's not my... It's not... God will take care of it. God's there to hold me up, to carry us through, to make sure whatever is supposed to happen is going to happen. It's something to strive for and to tap into in scenarios when we are able to. Once again, just a another reminder about the Parsha Puzzle Program starting next week for the book of Bamidbar and Devarim, Numbers Deuteronomy, coming to Simcha's Torah, finishing the Torah, having really gone through the last two books of the Torah, when we get to Simcha's Torah after Sikkis, and this new class starting next week, Sunday night. It's going to be Sunday evenings at 8 o'clock, about doing Judaism, functional, practical Judaism. This first week we will be talking about Shavuos, Beyond the Cheesecake. Have a wonderful day, everybody, and speak to you next week on... Wandering Wednesday.